Hi, everyone. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com, and you're listening to another DevOps Chat Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Omar Alhaidri. He is Engineering Manager, formerly Principal Engineer at Autodesk. And Omar is going to be speaking at the Spinnaker Summit 2019 in San Diego. His talk is on Canary Deploys with Istio. That's happening on Sunday, 17th of November, 1.30 p.m. Omar, welcome to DevOps Chat. Thanks for having me, Mitch. Awesome to have you here. I'm excited to hear about your talk. But first, tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself and what you do at Autodesk. I think we know about Autodesk, maybe what part of Autodesk that you work in. Right, yeah. So uh, I've actually gone through a lot of change recently. Um, I was working at a startup called PlanGrid. Um, and we were you know, a small construction software company four years ago. I've uh, grown a lot since then. Um, I started off at that company as sort of a back-end generalist, you know, with uh, you know, was like 25 engineers really at the company, uh, and have grown a lot since then. Since the acquisition, we got purchased at about 400 employees. Um, in that time, I've sort of evolved naturally into more of a DevOps uh, infrastructure engineer role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, yeah, it was kind of the, the best four years of my life, really learned a lot there. Um, Post-acquisition, I moved into a principal engineer role on the infrastructure team. Uh, We then went through sort of a reorg, and uh, I became the engineering manager of the back-end platform team. Uh, And now uh, that team, we we sort of specialize in building a lot of tooling around our uh, sort of DevOps and uh, infrastructure cloud. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, great experience to bring with you to, uh, to Autodesk. And sounds like you're working on some fantastic things. So how, how did you come to decide that you're going to talk about Canary uh, using Istio at the, at the Spinnaker Summit? Is that something so, you chose to kind of bring in and start up at Autodesk? You joined a team already using it? What, what's kind of the background on, on how you kind of came to this place to want to talk about it? Yeah, so I was sort of, you know, uh, dipping my toes in the Spinnaker uh, at the early stages of it. Um, and I was really fascinated by the tool. Um, I loved using um, you know, all the sorts of features and just playing around with it. Um, and at PlanGrid, actually, before we were even acquired, we did uh, um, yearly hack weeks. Um, and we got to sort of, you know, move off of our regular scheduled program and uh, work on whatever we felt like, just had fun. Um, and one of the things that recently came out for Spinnaker was this idea of canary deployments. Um, so I experimented with it, um, never got it off the ground. Fast forward one year later to the next hack week, um, Kayenta, the uh, Spinnaker canary um, component, was a lot more you know, built out uh, and user-friendly. Um, so I managed to get it off the ground then. Um, we sort of have a monolith API um, at PlanGrid. And so a huge problem we had was we would do weekly releases, and after the release, uh, stuff would break, and people would get paged, and we had to roll back. So, <laughs> vicious cycle. Common story, I'm sure everyone's familiar with. Um, so, I really wanted to find a way to solve that, and Canaries just seemed like a great way to do that. So, um, after the hack week, I sort of kept working on it uh, full time, um, and I started doing you know presentations to the rest of the company because Canaries is sort of a new idea that a lot of people aren't familiar with. Um, I started, you know, being active in the Spinnaker Slack channels, and it actually turns out that uh, an ex-PlanGrid employee uh, moved to Netflix to um, be a lead on the uh, Spinnaker uh, open source software uh, from there. Interesting. Yeah. He knows, yeah. 
And he noticed that I was talking a lot about it. And he brought up the point that they're running the Spinnaker Summit in November. Uh, and he asked if I wanted to talk. And I've actually never given a talk at a conference. Uh, oh, I, excellent. Yeah. And I do a lot of talks internally. So this is something I was super excited about. And uh, yeah, I jumped on it. Great thing to do for your career too. And sounds like those internal talks have set you up well to do this. Yeah. So how did you go about um, deciding, is this going to be kind of an overview of how to do it? Is it going to be, here's the metrics to watch and, and uh, what the value that comes out of it is a combination of that. Tell us a little bit about what part of this you're kind of, what kind of a take you're taking in your talk. Yeah. So um, public speaking was honestly never my strong suit when I was younger. And some great advice I got is that um, when you're giving a speech to a, a bunch of people, you want to tell it like a story. Mm-hmm. So uh, since then I've really focused on storytelling um, for, you know, even these tech talks I give internally. Um, so the story I'm trying to tell here is, um, how uh, we leveraged Istio um, to finally solve some of the uh, deep technical problems of running canaries. Mm. Uh, and once we got it out there, um, sort of the uh, growing pains and, you know, first obstacles we hit and uh, problems we got. I'm hoping people come out of this with, you know, a better idea of how to actually get this running um, in your infrastructure and some common pitfalls to avoid. hmm Great. Well, tell us a little bit of that story. Kind of get us started down that path. Totally. So um, first thing I I did was, you know, I I went in and learned exactly what canaries are. Um, And uh, the basic point of it is that you want to expose a small amount of traffic to something new. You want to analyze the deltas in some sort of metrics or or something between um, the new and the old. And then you want to make a decision um, if this new is ready for uh, the majority of traffic. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, anyone that's worked with Spinnaker, you know, in production scale knows that managing all these pipeline definitions is very cumbersome. Mm-hmm. And trying to, uh, if you end up changing something, especially changing changing production pipelines, um, it can be you know really dangerous. So. Um, a lot of the things we learned about are, you know, how we tested this, even just testing the canary process um, in our sort of R&D dev staging environments. Um, and the problem there, even though we got confident with how the pipelines worked, it was very difficult to get signal on how to actually tune your canaries. And, and when I say tune, I mean, when you're comparing metrics from the new and the old, how do you know if it's bad? Or how do you know if it's a good decision to move forward? Um, what's the threat? What are the thresholds? What metrics are you looking at? Um, a lot of our iterations were focused on that. Interesting. Now, I'm, I'm curious if, are you approaching this problem of using Canary to understand the service mesh or the services itself? Or are you trying to also uh, understand kind of Istio and, it acting as a sidecar proxy and how that's performing, uh, coordinating, you know, traffic load balancing across that. Is, is, it, is it one or the other or both or what, what part of the problem were you looking to solve? Right. So actually we were kind of blocked on the fact that we couldn't route traffic, um, you know, uh, with, with small granularity um, coming in from the internet. And we actually only use Istio for its API gateway feature at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, there are some blockers uh, right now, at least in our version of Istio, that we're running around um, 
connecting over SSL to uh, Redis. So mm -hmm. that's blocked having our sidecars on our uh, application pods. Um, so when we do canaries, we're just canarying end user or ingress traffic into our monolith. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So tell us the story. How, how did you, uh, you went about implementing it? What did you learn from it? So, uh, I mean, first off, we had our sort of um, snowflakey pipeline that would deploy our own little service and change traffic and uh, compare metrics. Uh, so um, I guess the first part about it was how do we route traffic? Um, and uh, what we actually do is in a single pipeline, we'll deploy containers uh, to a new server group and we'll, that's using uh, the, um, the V1 provider of Kubernetes. Mm -hmm. um, and then we actually use the V2 provider of Kubernetes to apply a uh, virtual service manifest. Virtual services are just a kind of way of routing ingress traffic uh, based on some set of rules. So if the host header matches this and the path has this regex, route it to this uh, service. What you can also do is uh, when you match a rule based on some header and uh, path prefix, is route to several services based on weights. So we first experimented with how are we going to get a small amount of traffic, yet a meaningful enough amount of traffic to uh, get a good enough sample size of data. So a lot of our, uh, at the start, what we were doing was just sort of like load testing and seeing, okay, is 5% of traffic to the Canary deployment enough? Um, how about 10, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we also looked at uh, some, you know, common best practices around canaries and mm -hmm. how they recommend running baseline deployments. So uh, what we would actually do is deploy two new deployments. So one with the new code on a uh, small size server and one with the old code on a brand new deployed uh, small server. That way you sort of take away a lot of variables from the experiments, like uh, long running processes, et cetera. Um, so we got there, uh, got traffic routing correctly. Um, now the next part we had to do was uh, metrics, right? How do we analyze the delta between the two deployments? Mm -hmm. um, at this point, Kayenta only supported Datadog, at least uh, out of the metrics providers that we used. Okay. So what we would really wanted to do, you know, going back to the whole point of getting canaries out was uh, stop deployments that are just plain broken, right? So kind of getting like a cheap easy way to get smoke tests. Mm -hmm. um, and so we were just looking for server errors. Um, so as we were trying that, uh, the problem is, is that uh, the server error metric that Istio gives you will only send metrics if a server error happens. So between two deployments, if you only get you know two server errors on one, um, that will trip the canary as a failure. Uh, it doesn't give you the option to aggregate metrics. So we couldn't do things like check error rates um, so that just really never worked. And actually in my talk, I go into sort of the, uh, this was kind of a big, big problem. The first time we actually released this in production is that canaries would just fail a lot for no reason. Right. And canaries running for an hour long, um, you know, our release engineer is sitting there waiting for an hour and then has to trigger it again mm. just because, you know, one server error happened on the, um, canary deployment. Well, it sounds um, like maybe one of the lessons you learned or concepts you came up with is, don't cast a don't cast a big net. Start out with sort of the higher, larger grain, most fundamental issues. Kind of a set one kind of concept. Start there. Get those. Get that quality 
fixed, improved. So you've got those things working better, probably tighten the net a little bit more and filter out some more, more specific uh, things that are causing issues. Is that, does that sound like the approach that you learned how to take? That's exactly it. And actually what I would recommend is the first time you get out canaries, uh, don't have it actually like fail or roll back um, the deployment if the canary was unsuccessful. Mm. Okay. What we actually ended up doing was actually running this for a month um, and just gathering data, seeing you know which metrics worked, which metrics didn't, um, and you know mapping up canary reports with um, what we actually saw as problems in production. Um, that way, that that gave us uh, you know more information on uh, which metrics to use. We ended up going with. Uh, average latency and 95p latency and once that was out we started um, actually aborting and rolling back uh, deployments and then we started to get you know a lot of great value out of this tool Mm -hmm. yeah it's actually very similar to kind of a quality process right you don't solve all problems at once you start you prioritize you filter you work down you know improve it one step at a time and uh, rather than just kind of throwing canary out there and seeing what happens, which sounds like <laughs> you'll get results, but you don't know what or why, right? Yep, exactly. You've got to dig into and be a little more thoughtful about it, it sounds like. Yep. Good. Um, anything else? Any kind of other big things you're expecting to talk about as part of this? Uh, so another big thing we learned was um, even after this, when we had, you know, we were confident that our canaries were failing when they should and passing when they should. Um, the problem we got was when a canary failed, people didn't really know what to do um, mm-hmm. because, you know, when a deployment fails, we have a lot of data and you know, a lot of observability into that. Um, the canary is getting a lot less traffic and it's hard to know exactly what failed just by looking at the Spinnaker uh, UI canary report. Mm-hmm. So we then, um, you know, sort of invested um, more into our, uh, we use New Relic for our APM and, uh, we, we piped our canary into that so that we could actually see transaction data and, you know, the delta between it and the baseline metrics to see, you know, which endpoint, for instance, was misbehaving or was some new database query causing this. Um, that helped us a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, it sounds like you're, you're using it. Think about this in a systemic way, not just, you know, canaries and Spinnaker, but... Um, uh, also, you know, you mentioned Datadog, New Relic, number of tools that you're using as part of your environment. Mm-hmm. Which all have to come together to figure it out, right? It's not just one thing. Yep. Well, good. Uh, I wish you the best in your talk. Um, the folks that would go to this talk are they going to be tend to be uh, software developers, engineers, architects, operations focused on on, on a DevOps team. Who who tends to be more interested in this than others? I would say more, you know, like DevOps operational uh, people, people who work with the uh, Spinnaker pipeline definitions um, Mm -hmm. at their company um, would get the most value out of this. Um, But, you know, back when I was just a developer, uh, I I heard a talk about Canaries and that sort of triggered me to bring this in. Um, So, I mean, anyone who's interested in resiliency and, you know, release confidence um, would get value out of this talk. Okay. Excellent. Very good. Well, thank you for being on the podcast, Omar. Thank you very much, Mitch. It's been great to have you. Um, Omar Alhydri, who's engineering manager, uh, formerly a principal engineer at Autodesk, is going to be speaking at the Spinnaker Summit 2019 in San Diego. The dates for that is November 17th through the 19th. And Omar's talk is on Sunday, the 17th at 1.30 p.m. 
So thank you for all of you joining us and listening to this episode of uh, DevOps Chat. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com. You've listened to another DevOps Chat. Be careful out there.